0: I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Time for a quick fit tip. Talking about protein. Kind of an interesting title. Misleading. Confusing. It'll make sense in just a couple minutes. All right, this is such a common question. It's been a question I've received for, for a decade. <laughs> and... I would say more so in the last like year than ever before, which I actually think is a good thing. People looking to get in enough protein and the question with that often is what is the best? What is the best protein? So that's what this fit tips about and I'm going to talk about the wrong protein And again, it'll make sense. Uh, So let me just start by saying, you know, this is the perfect topic for fitness people, for podcasts to sound super smart, to talk about all the different types. And there are so many, right? There's whey, soy, egg, brown rice, pea, hemp. I mean, you name it. They can make protein out of it. And that was not the case when I started in this business so many years ago. And let me cut to the chase. Sure, whey. You know, bodybuilders, let's go to the extremes, they tend to use whey for a multitude of reasons. But I'm going to leave it at that, okay? So if you're a bodybuilder, you're most likely going to choose whey. But is that the best? Is that the best? This truly comes down to the same answer to what is the best cardio? What is the best uh, strength training? What is the best anything when it comes to fitness? It's what you do consistently and what you enjoy. And generally speaking, what you enjoy, you're more likely to do consistently. And if I found anything that when it comes to, you know, exercise and nutrition, people love their food, right? So they are much more uh, reticent to, to do something when it comes to food that they don't like in relation to fitness, and and I get it, kind of. I mean, I'm wired differently. If you tell me something is going to make me look better, feel better, live longer, I'm gonna eat, drink, take the pill, no matter what it tastes like. It takes like two seconds, but that's not the vast majority of you, and I get it. So that is super important when having this discussion about what is the best protein. It's a second level issue in my world. In other words, you have to get in your daily allotted amount. That is what is most important, not the type. Not the type. And yes, again, there, there's higher quality everything. Of course there is. And I could go into a deep dive into quality and, and your body Oh, just breaking it down and things like that. But that's not what I do. But it's what I do sometimes. But generally speaking, I'm going to give you actionable advice that you can use right away. Based on, yes, based on the science. But also, and in this case, most importantly, based on what you're going to do every day. Right? The three E's that I go by. Evolution, empirical evidence, and everyday life. I don't care what the empirical evidence is. I don't even care what evolution says about protein. If you don't like it, you're not going to do it. And if you don't do it consistently, it's not going to work. And that's kind of getting to my title, what is the wrong protein? I'm not going to give it away yet, (laughs) what I mean by that, all right? But just like with exercise, even more so, you need to experiment. It's a journey to find the protein you like. And it's about whole foods first and then supplements second. All right. So ideally, we want to get as much protein from food as possible. But most often, that's not. If you're truly getting in your daily allowance, and I'm going to give you what those numbers are, it's hard. It's hard to eat that much chicken or tofu or fish or beans or, you know, whatever source you utilize. And that's why it's called a supplement. And so when we ask this question or when I am asked this question, what is the best protein? Generally, what that question means is what is the best powder? What is the best protein powder, right? There's three basic ways we supplement with protein, three main ways. There's others, but it's basically powders, pre-made protein drinks, and protein bars. Now, like the food industry has gone completely nuts and there's many different kind of, uh, there's other ways, but those are the three main ones, right? But when people ask what is the best protein, they're generally generally asking about protein powders, okay? And what I love is when I first started in this industry, who's old enough to remember like Body for Life? And there was Metrix and there was Myaplex and they were protein powders and they were super expensive, <laughs> Right? And so I took those for, I had no money, just starting out as a trainer. And that's when I was doing natural bodybuilding. And I took those powders for a long time until they started giving out or, you know, making available other options that were less expensive. And so I gravitated towards those because it was about the protein for me. And of course, again, like. You look at the quality and things like that. I don't want to say that that's not important, but many, I don't want to say most, but so many of the protein powders out there today are pretty good. They're pretty good, right? They give us what we need. And again, I'm not getting my my nutrients from a protein powder. I'm getting them from real food. So it's an experimentation of the whole foods plus the supplements plus the powders, plus the bars if you want to go there, plus the uh, pre-made shakes. And ideally, it's all of those. Just like I do every type of exercise known to man, strength training-wise and cardio-wise, I do body weight, I do machines, I do dumbbells, I do bands. When it comes to protein, I personally... Limit my red meat intake because that's the science limit, not take out. If I came to your house and you served me a steak, I would eat it. Do I crave red meat? No, I have friends who do. And yeah, science is saying, now I know there's, gosh, so many people who are just like, not so many, but social media, doctors, red meat only. It's a topic for another day. I generally am salmon and tuna and eggs and chicken And some red meat and then powders and pre-made shakes and bars. What I personally have found later in life is my body doesn't like dairy, doesn't like lactose. And so I try to avoid things like whey because my body doesn't like it as much. I, I have GI distress. Have I totally dialed in that that's what it's from? No, but pretty sure. And so I can't even do you know, the way, and I don't care. You know, I worked with uh, Vega for a while, a um, bunch of other companies with protein, Cachava, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Probably mispronouncing. They're always, they're always tough to pronounce. Uh, and so I'm always super honest with you because I'm in the industry, you got a lot of things for free. I generally am taking what I've been given that month or, you know, that year. I don't wanna waste money. What I care about is that I get in my protein. That's it, people. And so here's the answer to what is the wrong protein. There is no wrong protein as far as achieving your goals. Again, don't (laughs) frame this with quality and things like that. And again, that's not, I've never met anyone in my 30 plus years in this industry who didn't achieve their goals because they ate the wrong protein, never. You need to, just like with your cardio, just like with your strength training, just like with your healthy eating, be consistent and get in enough for a while, right? Weeks, months, then we can start to have that really nuanced discussion about the different attributes i'll leave it at that for now of the different forms of protein that's it it's about consistency people and let me just give you the numbers if you don't know them okay few here's some quick facts and that's going to be it all right high protein diet is what according again these are their numbers <laughs> they uh, high protein diet is a diet in which, uh, 20% or more of the total daily calories come from protein. Uh, and again, this is different government websites and things like that, but generally speaking, uh, most, uh, high protein diets, unfortunately are high in saturated fat and oftentimes severely restrict, uh, carbs, not mine, not mine, as I said, getting worked up. Uh, and that's why so often some of these studies are so skewed when they talk about protein, high protein diets being a deleterious health wise. Well, it's, yeah, because these people are uh, consuming high amounts of bad stuff, but, you know, the, the, the red meat and, and other foods with that meat, right? They're looking at, at just the uh, protein intake, not the type. So this is an instance where you do look at what type of protein they're taking in, but also what they're eating with that. Right? the the lifestyle and things like that i digress and i'm not contradicting myself um we want it we wanna according to the research now right plant-based now i'm not when i say plant-based that means i eat some red meat i eat some meat right but lean sources okay I'll leave it at that enough, uh, examples of foods in a high protein diet. I've already said these, but to reiterate lean beef, you know, lean sources of chicken, poultry, pork, uh, you can do fish, uh, salmon and tuna, tuna, my two of my favorites, eggs, soy, so many options. You can be vegan. You can be vegetarian. You can, you, you, you know, gluten-free, all of that stuff still be on a Mediterranean diet. Just did a podcast on that. And how, like, I didn't follow a Mediterranean diet. I followed the science and years later figured out that I was eating a Mediterranean diet because it's based on the science. And for the most part, that's plant based, which, you know, people hear plant based and they think no meat. No. You know, you can do no meat. Absolutely. If you're healthy and you're getting in what you need to get in, good on you, as they say. All right, how much? Final couple little factoids here. Uh, you know according to Harvard uh, you know um, their data or the way they break it down they go sex percentage of total calories and weight so three different ways you can look at it I think they're all low uh, so sex by sex the ideal amount of protein um, they say it's a little uncertain I agree so the recommendations for men 56 grams a day and 46 for women that Is kind of ridiculous to me because what's your activity level? How much do you weigh? What are your goals, right? But those are the numbers. Always going to give you the numbers that are out there, okay? By percentage of total calories uh, for an active adult, they say about 10% of calories should should come from protein. So that would line up with when they say a high protein diet is when it's 20% or more. So let's take round numbers. 3,000 calories, total calories per day, 10% of that. Is 300, right? Which is about um, 75 grams of protein, right? Again, I'm not a big fan of that. I like personally going by body weight. Uh, and that's the final one here. Current recommendation dietary allowance for adults is 0.8 grams per protein per kilograms of body weight per day. Let me say this I, I wrote it in my book, uh, my one sports nutrition book, Swim, Bike, Run, Eat. we Americans, kilograms goes right out. We don't know what that means. And most people aren't going to do the math. Let me do it for you. That's 0.26 grams per pound of body weight. That is super low. And what people don't realize is that is supposed to be the lowest, the least amount you get in. So I start personally at half. So not 0.26, 0.5. So if you weigh 150 pounds... That's, you know, 75 grams of protein per day. And if you're active and want to build muscle, it's, it's more, all right? But those are the numbers, right? I think it's so easy to just go half your body weight, grams of protein per day, 150. Let's go 160. Let's make it 80 grams, right? You weigh 160 pounds and four to five meals. That's 15 to 20 grams of protein per meal. Final thought. That's <laughs> what I've said already. I'm going to say it again. I have yet to meet someone who didn't achieve their goals by eating the wrong protein. This is what you're going to get from me. And I have the ability to go deep with you. And sometimes, as I said, I will. But like, life is short. Your time is valuable. If you want to get results, I'm an experimental one. I, ha- I have and will continue to eat every type of protein possible and what's available to me. So, that is what is most important, people. It's what you can do, what you like, and what you have access to daily. If I told you it's pea protein that is the best, are you gonna carry around pea protein every day? There's some that will. <laughs> are you gonna only eat pea protein? Some that w- would try or it's the one you're going to supplement with. But it's what you're going to do and what you like and what you have access to. That is the way the world works. If you don't like it, you're not going to do it. If you don't have access to it, then all the time, then you're and which most people won't. And you're out and about and you're like, oh, Here's here's a protein bar, but it's not whey. So what? You know, I'm at a restaurant and they don't have, you know, tuna, but they have salmon. Perfect. For me, for my clients, it's about protein first. Then, if you really want to, after you've established it, if you're a bodybuilder, if it's your living, we can talk about the nuances of the different forms but I've yet to meet someone who didn't achieve their goals, uh, by eating the wrong protein. Enough. Tom H fit is Instagram. Tom H fit is Twitter. If you want to reach out questions, comments, I'd love to hear from you. This is a brand new feed. So please, uh, comment, like it, rate it. I need more Apple ratings. You know, the, the prior podcast on Apple, I think I had 390 or something. Ratings, uh, we're lower on Fitness Disrupted 2.0. So if you're listening on Apple, greatly appreciated. If you could rate it, uh, subscribe, follow, comment, as I said, anything you do to support it, greatly appreciated. You can go to fitnessdisrupted.com, email me through the site. It's also teamholland.com. See more about what I do. See my books and all those kind of things there. I'm going to continue to just bring you the best information, distill down. I'm not here to sound super smart. I'm going to bring you the studies, but I'm going to distill them down. It's about what you can use. It's about what makes sense. It's about what works. (laughs) There's a lot of people who are spouting off a lot that don't really show the effects, the results. And that's what matters. Okay, enough. Remember, there are three things we all control. How much we move what we put into our mouths and our state of minds. And that is awesome. I'm going to leave you as I have been doing in love with Jack Lane who was on my radio show years ago. Amazing, amazing guy. Uh, and I aspire to uh, do what he did. And he was common sense. And he lived to be 96, I believe. So uh, pretty good. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Believe in yourself. I hope that each and every one of you wonderful people that are listening to Tom's great show will do something for the most important person on this earth, you.